Welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Richard, good to be with you. We got a lot on the agenda today. Breaking down news of the day, my contributor is A.B. Burns Tucker, law student and host of I Am Legally Hype. Should be an amazing show. Top story of the day, Senator Raphael Warnock out of the state of Georgia has released a new campaign ad against Herschel Walker, his opponent for the US Senate. And it only includes Herschel Walker. Here it is. You know what, Glenn? I'm gonna say something. I probably shouldn't. Do you know right now I have something that can bring you into a building that will clean you from covert as you walk through this, this dry mix? As you walk through the door, it will kill any covert on your body. When you leave, it will kill the virus as you leave this here product. They don't wanna talk about that. They don't want to hear about that. I'm Raphael Warnock and I approve this message. Enough said. Now that campaign ad alone should clear the pathway to victory for Senator Raphael Warnock. But I want to remind you that Herschel Walker won the Republican primary by double digits. He slaughtered the field. In one poll, he's leading Raphael Warnock by 10 points. Other polls, they have it within the margin of error. This should be a clear runaway. However, Herschel Walker, he's willing to do one thing and one thing well, carry the water of white bigots and advocate for white supremacy if he's elected. That's why the base of Republican voters are going to support him no matter how idiotic he may seem. I have more, if you remember, he actually, was posed the question talking about Herschel Walker, about the mass shootings or guns in the United States of America. Here's what he said about that. Here's his solution if he becomes a US Senator. Cain, Kia, Abel, you know, and uh, you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that's looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that? Looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way. But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And and I, I think there's more things we need to look into. This has been happening for years, and the way we stop it, by putting money into the mental health field, by putting money into uh, other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights. You heard correct. We need to have a department looking into men who look into women, according to Herschel Walker. Young men, excuse me. Herschel Walker has no answers. He has no platform, he barely has a brain. Herschel Walker, once again, carries the water of those who are bigoted inside of the Republican Party. They will keep him employed, they will at least try to. I also need to remind you that he was the top, one of the top fundraisers, not in Georgia, but in the entire country. Do you hear me? He had more people giving him money in order to become a US Senator than almost anybody who has or was running during that time. There's actually more, remember this statement. I'll tell you something else I heard and I think about this. Cause at one time, science said man came from apes, did it not? 
I've heard, that's I, you when know, you go I, to the every, every time I read or hear that, I think to myself, you just didn't read the same Bible I did. Well, what this was interesting, though. If that is true, why are there still apes? Think about it. Damn that brother dumb. And science has never, never said human beings came from apes. Darwin didn't say it. nobody has said that. There's some genetic similarities, but that's across the board. That's a genetic DNA issue, that's scientifically provable. But apes did not produce us. That's not part of the scientific literature. And that's the reason, Herschel, that the guy really didn't agree with you, nor did anyone in the audience, he didn't catch that. Now remember, he's running against this guy. Mr. President, I rise today to express my joy in voting to confirm Judge Katanji Brown Jackson to the United States Supreme Court. What a great day it is for the United States of America, for our system of government, and the grand march toward the fulfillment of the sacred covenant we have with one another as an American people, e pluribus unum out of many. Herschel can't even say something like that. He, he can't even talk like that. He would have no idea how to read that sentence in front of him. All right, once again, he slaughtered all of the Republicans in the Republican primary. He's leading Senator Raphael Warnock in multiple polls. And he's trying to lose, it seems, okay? Now, there's an interesting dynamic here. He's Trump endorsed, yes. But that's not the only reason why Herschel Walker is a competitive challenger and raising all this money. It's also because he's controllable. They can control Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker will go to the US Senate if he gets elected and he will be 100% controlled by the Trumpites of the party, in particular, Donald Trump himself. He does not challenge narratives. He does not actually exert leadership. He's a simple reflection of the worst the party, the Republican Party has to offer. Once again, he's leading in many of the polls. All right, AB thoughts on him. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that he is controllable. That is their main purpose, right? Republicans need somebody who they can put into office that they can control, who can be purchased, and they can tell what to do and how they want these moves to be made. Herschel ain't got none of lick of sense, okay? I don't know if all that football concussions and stuff like that then, then took him out or whatever, but Georgia is in trouble if they don't step up and get it together and go vote. Okay, because this man is gonna have y'all going all the way backwards. Y'all gonna be picking cotton and some more stuff if he get into the Senate because he just he cannot possibly understand the Constitution and a way to make rational decisions for for a senator. Like that's just ridiculous. So yeah. God bless Georgia right about now. Yeah, and you know, he's also been on record for lying about graduating college. He said he was top of the class, said he had a criminal justice degree. None of, none of this stuff true, but it was part of his narrative for decades. He lied to audiences. He was even introduced as a graduate of UGA when he testified at a congressional committee hearing. All of these were lies. He literally lied on the oath about graduating college. Now, 
I thought about this earlier today, AB, and I said, you know what? This cat is so dumb, he may have actually thought he graduated college. I don't know. All right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene says she was misled by Twitter. <laughs> okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene decided to retweet a fake Twitter account that had a picture of a porn star who was um, anti vaccination. That's all it takes for these people. So let's put up the tweet, all right? Let me give you the background. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene says, why is this tweet labeled misleading Twitter? Yeah, I mean, she called out Twitter. Pfizer should be investigated immediately. So should Twitter and any other social media app, media company, tech company, and anyone else who continues to manipulate, hide information about COVID vaccines. So what was the tweet? Let me read the tweet to you that she retweeted. It says, and I quote, a Pfizer document reveals between 82 to 97% of pregnant women lost their babies. 45% of the 270 pregnant mothers reported adverse clinical events. And more than 60% of these were serious. Now, keep that graphic up. Who is this from? This is from a guy named Dr. Lyle P. Lysol. Yeah, Dr. Lysol is the one who created the tweet. She says, wow, Dr. Lysol, obviously a real doctor. Let me retweet what he has said because he agrees with me that vaccinations are bad. And obviously they're killing babies or pregnant women or fetuses. Let me retweet this quickly. Let's go back to this parody count. Um, Dr. Lyle P. Lysol, MD, on his own page says hashtag fake doctors alliance. Then it says, in case you didn't get that part, professional fake doctor. And then it says, if you did not get it the first two times, not a doctor. Fake doctor alliance, professional fake doctor, not a doctor. Twitter users also pointed out something else quite fascinating. The profile picture used for this particular satire account is a picture of a male porn star. I have provided the evidence for you. When I checked this morning, ladies and gentlemen, Marjorie Taylor Greene's tweet is still up. Yeah, AB, thoughts? So this is my concern, right? When you are an elected official who cannot tell why a parody account with a fake doctor Clearly uncertified, right? Whose profile picture is a screenshot, Photoshop edited porn star. And you don't understand why Twitter marked this as concerning. 
I'm concerned, okay? Marjorie, you are taking the whole dumb blonde narrative to a whole new level at this point. It's ridiculous and you're wasting the people time and you're wasting our tax dollars. Cuz you clearly, if you can't figure out why a fake tweet has been noted as a fake tweet, then you don't need the job you got, baby girl. You need to go find something else to do. That's our right. leadership is in jeopardy right now when somebody so uneducated and quite frankly, I'm gonna be honest with you, just dumb. Cuz that was just dumb, period. Yeah. And this is why people who don't fact check, right? People who don't have access to internet sources and don't know how to research, this is why they fall victim to this type of leadership, these type of people who run for elected office, because they think they just like me, they smell stupid and dumb. So I'm a vote for them. No, this is not how our country needs to be read. So Marjorie, girl, please. And it shows you her disdain, not only for her office, but also for her constituents. When you have a position of leadership, even if you're not in the US Congress, when you have a position of leadership, you respect the position and you respect those that entrust you with that position enough to at least review and account before you retweet information that could be adversarial to anyone, right? You look it at it on there three it. times. That's right, on there three times. But it shows the lack of seriousness this woman has for the political office. But once again, her political base will not care because they are not voting for thoughtful leaders, they're voting for characters, they're voting for brands. They're not voting for thoughtful leadership anymore. They have become indoctrinated into consumerism rather than democracy or citizenship voting. Very sad story, a Florida fireman, a fire chief actually, has been accused of killing, assassinating, executing a businessman. Let's put up his picture full mass. The Baker Florida Fire Chief was arrested for the murder of a Pensacola business owner. The man you're looking at is Brian Easterling, 52 years of age. He's been arrested and charged with premeditated murder. As of Monday afternoon, Easterling was finally terminated from his position as fire chief, all right? He is being held in the county jail without bond. Yesterday, the victim's family identified the business owner as Michael Evers. Let's put up a picture of Mr. Evers, all right? He was killed, shot in cold blood. Let me give you some background to this insanity. Deputies claim Easterling shot Evers once in the head over a dispute about a prior business deal where the victim allegedly owed Easterling money. Remember, this is the fire chief going to shoot somebody in the head. The 63 year old's body was found inside of his custom auto shop on Sunday as police were conducting a welfare check. We have a picture of that body shop. Video surveillance shows the murder happened Thursday at the shop. Easterling reportedly covered Evers' body with a car cover at the shop and took his vehicle after he killed Mr. Evers in cold blood. The report states Pensacola police were called on Sunday for a welfare check on Mr. Evers. After neighbors had not seen him for a few days, after not finding him in the home, an employee of the shop led officers into the business. That's when officers found Mr. Evers deceased on the floor under a car cover with a gunshot wound to the head. Now remember, the fire chief went back to work. The fire chief 
shot this man in the head in cold blood and went back to work. Like nothing happened, all right? Um, the report states investigators then interviewed another employee. Uh, she said Ever, Evers told her Thursday that a friend was coming by to bring him some money. Easterling arrived at the business around 4 p.m. The employee says she, Evers, and Easterling sat around talking until about 5 p.m. Uh, when the shop closed, all right? Surveillance video then shows Evers and Easterling together at the shop at about 5.15 p.m. According to the report, according to the report, investigators say Easterling could be seen standing outside of the door looking around nervously. The report adds Easterling actually turns in a complete circle looking all around before entering the building. Now at this point, it looks like he came there to commit murder, okay? He did not come there to have a conversation and then all of a sudden things went south and he killed a man. He came there with the intent to commit murder. That's the reason he is being charged with the premeditated factor of the crime, all right? There's more. Moments later, Easterling walks up behind Mr. Evers and then you see Mr. Evers, he falls immediately to the ground. Easterling can be seen on the video getting a car cover to cover him up. He intended to get away with this, all right? He was unaware that what had transpired was actually caught on camera. Uh, this is something that obviously is a developing story. But what kind of human being are you when you would have a full conversation with a man? You have conversation that includes other people. And then you wait for the opportunity to go and murder the person in cold blood, cover up the body, then leave and go back to work. Now I have to question all of the various levels of your obvious corruption and evil. This doesn't stop just here. I would argue this is likely not his first time killing somebody given the ease in which he did it. I wonder how many fire investigations he manipulated, his corruption created chaos in these investigations. And you cannot dismiss this, did he start fires too? We've reported right here on Indisputable of fire chiefs that actually started fires. Yeah, is he one of them? These questions need to be answered now. All right, AB thoughts on this. Yeah, so first and foremost, definitely premeditated here, right? Anytime you have that much time and a wait before you commit a murder, you definitely premeditated that and you knew what you were doing. The other concern is that we're supposed to be doing the proper background checks on people who are in like the fire department and police officers and stuff like that. Nobody was checking his mental health, checking his background, seeing if he had any type of like violent past or something like that because now you have corrupted that entire department. Hopefully there's an investigation that goes into any type of cases, any type of like situation that he has appeared on because that's dangerous, right? You don't know the number of people who are probably wrongfully convicted now, right? Because you didn't play the system in one way or another. This is why we need oversight on our departments. Because something yeah. like this can so easily fall through the cracks and you have other victims who are probably not gonna be mentioned, right? Who probably statute of limitations or whatever will prevent them from getting proper justice. Because you have evil, ridiculous people like this working in public service. That's right. So I really hope he get all the time he deserves. 
Yeah, and they do need to investigate not only him, but his department. You have to remember, exactly. we think fire chief, we start thinking fires. No, they are also investigative authorities. Mm -hmm. They investigate criminal arson in their jurisdiction. And you they now, testify. That's right, they testify. You now have to go back and figure out how deep does this level of corruption go. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these amazing comments. Before I go to the comments, I just got to remind everybody, listen, we just celebrated one year right here. Indisputable one year. All right, yesterday was our one year anniversary. Um, I want to say again, thank you to everybody who has been so supportive of this platform. There's nothing special about me. There's something special about the truth. And this team, I have the dopest production team in the country. Probably on the planet, and I haven't done a universe check yet, but maybe in the universe, all right? And I just wanna say thank you to that production team, as well as everyone who supports the production team to make this magic happen every single day, all right? Okay, to celebrate, we actually have a national billboard campaign. So we got indisputable billboards all across the United States. Atlanta, Georgia, Conyers, Georgia, Memphis, Tennessee, Houston, Texas, Jackson, Mississippi. Las Vegas, Times Square, Nevada, we are all over the place. That campaign started a couple of days ago. So if you see a billboard in a city near you, take a picture of it, tag me on social media. Let people know you watch this show, all right? Okay, let's go to some of these amazing comments. Uh, Texan says, I think it's a little too late to do anything about Cain and Abel Herschel. I know he said it almost like Cain and Abel was gonna happen in the future, we need to do something about that. All right, all right. Last time I checked, guns were not involved. All right, make it see the silver dragon um, laughing my effing a off each time we think Margie Q could not possibly be more stupid. She yet again proves us wrong. I know, and then she she left the she left it up. She didn't even delete it. She didn't say oh. Guys, they got me, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, she's just gonna leave it out there, misinformation intentionally. Um, uh, Realon in that says, if Warnock loses to Walker, I'd be eternally ashamed. Yeah, yes. Robin's egg, I wanna hear from his colleague, uh, Drs. A. Jackson Borax. <laughs> that was good. I like that, I see what you did there. All right, it's Michael Henson. I have information on who actually sent the fake doctor tweet. It was Bart Simpson. <laughs> All right, um, new YouTube members, thank you so much. Welcome, iJedi, thank you, we got another guest. Remember you can join the um, YouTube membership. Now you can do that, we now have a membership option, okay? So you can join that, you can do that right now. We'd love for you to do that. Uh, we got some really, really dope things in store for you. Okay, got something for everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen would. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're gonna feel free, back off! I'm gonna tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. I was laying in bed with my children. And I gave you permission to, to record me. No. I gave you permission. I'll just record you well. I was laying in bed with my children. And your bathroom started flooding. 
So your response is? You're, you rented the room, it's your bathroom now. No, it's not. You're I don't... responsible for that room. No, I'm not. Rentals. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Stop being an idiot. I'm an idiot. And, 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 and start thinking with your mind, okay? Stop being a Democrat, a dumb Democrat. Oh, okay. And go to your room, pack your stuff, and leave. Do you own this hotel? Yeah, it's family owned. Get your stuff and get out. I will not pay for a oh, cent. You, okay, you're all set, then leave. If you think I'm not gonna charge you, then leave. I'm charging you. For what? For rent and for damages, any damages. I asked you to shut the water, you refused. I didn't refuse, I said, how do I do that? I, I also told the bathroom you that, you, is you idiot. I also told you that, you idiots. Didn't I tell you that? This Karenicity is out of control. I have more video, by the way. Uh, this is not how it is supposed to work. Just because you are in a hotel room, that is not your room. You don't own it. They still have an actual responsibility of maintenance. Very simple. Rules are not complicated here. Not only was he a jerk, he was absolutely wrong on his responsibility. As a manager or owner, I do have his name according to online records. I will reveal that in a minute. There's more video. Here it is. You're causing damages and I can pay for it. I haven't caused it. You're an idiot. When you get the police report, you'll you'll come to your senses. Have you always been like this? <laughs> leave. It's better for you, dumbass. Leave. Responsible <laughs> Let's put up his picture full mass. Okay, keep his picture up. The woman was on a group trip to Michigan. She was dealing with this particular mayor care and all she wanted was help with the overflowing toilet in a room. But instead this male Karen who claims to be the owner blamed her for the damage. And she alone was responsible for the problem. That's what he said. Online records indicate that the hotel owner's name is Enzo Legeo. Uh, Enzo and his brother Joe own a number of hotels in that area, according to the report. As for him to call the woman recording a dumb Democrat, she told Newsweek at no point in her conversation did political preferences even come up. Uh, now, this is a throwback video that was posted on Facebook in 2021. Jennifer Bela uploaded the footage about her stay at the Crown Choice Inn and Suites in Michigan. This was on May 20th, 2021, saying the incident had taken place over the spring break, but she had waited until she left and felt safe to share the story. I understand. Uh, Bela said she and her friend Janesta Kimball had arrived with their five children for a two night stay at the hotel. When she discovered that a toilet had started overflowing and the bathroom was flooding. After the man threatened to call the police to charge her with malicious destruction of property, Bela said she and her friend packed up their bags and the five children and decided to leave the hotel after midnight. Let me show you a copy of the police report, okay? She shared this photo of the police report 
from the city police department alleging damage to property. He actually tried to prosecute her for damaging property because they had a toilet that was overflowing, all right? Luckily, the prosecutor's office, they dismissed this 100% and said there was no malicious intent. There was no willfulness, there was no conduct identified that warranted such a prosecution. After returning home, she discovered numerous other bad reviews for the same hotel, as well as complaints filed with the BBB, Better Business Bureau. There it is, all right, Crown Choice Inn at Suites Lakeview and Water Park had a bunch of negative reviews. Over a year later, the hotel still, and rightly so, has a horrendous rating. Let's put his picture up again for mass. He has a horrendous rating as well. All right, AB thoughts on this. He was absolutely wrong about the way the law works. Well, I mean, if he's a Republican, no disrespect, <laughs> then we can understand why he was wrong. They, they've, yeah. they've been getting it wrong for a minute now, okay? Um, first of all, you're out of line and talking to any woman like that. Um, and if you own the place, like that doesn't help you very much. But sis, why you didn't look up the ratings before you booked the hotel? <laughs> like that's the thing, let's do some, some research before. But sir, like what did her being a Democrat have to do with the fact that you didn't do your job properly? Is something going on with your property? You are the owner of that property, which means you are responsible when things go wrong. That is the whole purpose of people lodging with you because they don't want to be responsible when they leave town. They just want somebody to take care of them, right? So how do we get from your toilet is leaking, which is a you problem to now I'm a dumb Democrat and you talking to me all which kind of way and pressing charges? Yeah. About what? And think about that. Literally, you go from filing a complaint, a credible complaint about an overflowing toilet, right? Hey, listen, I either need to move to another room or you need to refund me my money and I gotta go somewhere else. That's a legitimate complaint. You have an overflowing toilet inside of your hotel room. You go from that complaint to the hotel owner calling the police on you and trying to press charges for criminal destruction of property, all right? Uh, he's an SOB and I'm glad we're able to expose it. All right, that's something for everybody. Double dose. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're gonna feel free, back off! I'm just telling there's an African American man threatening my life. Karenicity runs deep, obviously, in this one. Uh, this racist individual also dropped the N word. Uh, it gets even deeper. Here it is.
Yeah, he backed his ass up when that dog started growling. All right, here's how it ended. He doesn't even know what the nationality of the person is. He has no idea. He's just racist because the person looks non-white to him maybe, I don't know. I'll put up his picture. We have not been able to independently identify who this person is. I know somebody knows him. He's a class A jerk, a racist individual. He is Mr. Not Tough Guy, all right? That's what he is, not a tough guy. AB thoughts here. I mean, if you wanted the man's girlfriend, just say that because all of this sounds like a dispute because you want his girl. Now, this is the thing. Um, one thing I can't agree with Hershelon is we need to do something about our mental health in America because this is absolutely crazy. You are clearly mentally ill, and them dogs wanted all the smoke. I was waiting on one of this. Yeah, go and you know, listen, I, I don't <laughs> think he was mentally ill at all. Let me tell you why. Because he knew he knew good and damn well to back away from that dog. When that when that dog growled, he hopped his happy ass back on the other side of the street. Well, you could right. be mentally ill and not be stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I really do want somebody to identify this guy, tag me on social media. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. Welcome back, we got a lot of show left. Let's get to it. Before I read some of these amazing comments, let me remind everybody about our membership, YouTube community. Let's get it, all right? You can join our membership crew. Indisputable now has membership opportunity. It's a great way to support the program. We have three levels to choose from starting at $4.99. And depending on your level of membership, the $24.99 level is currently in development stage. It's slated to be launched by the end of the summer, all right? But you can join right now, let's make that happen. We'd love to have you. We appreciate all the support in advance, okay? All right, Mika C, the silver hat dragon says, how to tell the hotel owner is right wing hater without telling us he's right wing. Five year old name calling, insulting and not taking responsibility. He could be a poster boy for a brainwashed Trump culture, that's right. That's right, 100%. All right, Lynn says, too bad that dog didn't get loose. Yeah. Uh, just be anti-racist said, dude said, why are you holding your Jewish tech technology? I, I, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, what? Uh, while at the same time holding the same so-called Jewish technology in his own hand. <laughs> this guy's a moron. <laughs> he is. Uh, Tracy Ravenhawk, bring your eyelids back down, dude. Yeah, talking about the... Um, Male care manager. Adam DeMont, everyone should let Yep know this family owned establishment does not want business from Democrats. I'm sure there are competitors who will enjoy that. Listen, that's already happening, all right? Skate Lover, thank you, new YouTube member. We appreciate you so much. Thank you in advance. Jesse James 702, toilets overflowing, don't make it a water park. That's right, because they are listed as a water park. You are right. Good catch. Uh, Neon Death 07, the dog knows that guy's trash growl. 
Yeah. All right, horrific story. Very horrific story out of Florida. A Florida attorney who doubles as the babysitter for a family that he represents recorded himself sexually abusing an eight year old girl. Put up his picture full mass. You see this monster? This monster is a Gainesville attorney at law. He faces a total of 22 felony charges related to what he allegedly did to an eight year old girl while taking care of her. He is an attorney no more. They just revoked his license to practice in Florida. His name is Michael Metters, damn near 70 years of age, was on the most recent monthly attorney discipline report put out by the Florida Bar last week, all right? Metters remains in the St. Johns County Jail. He's been there since the arrest that happened in July. He received no bond, one count of sexual battery on a person under the age of 12, and a 345,000 bond on nine counts of promoting the sexual performance of a child, 12 counts of possession of a sexual performance by a child, Metters has pleaded not guilty. According to the arrest report, this is so damn sick, y'all. So damn sick. According to the arrest report, on July 25th, an eight-year-old girl was spending the night under the care of attorney Metters for that evening. The report described the attorney as, and I quote, a family friend as well as the family lawyer. He positioned himself as not only a lawyer to this family, but as a trusted friend, so much so that they believe their eight year old daughter was safe around this pervert. The report says the attorney recorded himself walking into the bedroom while the child slept and molested her. The next day, during a call with the investigators listening, the report says attorney Metters admitted to molesting the girl. He said, and I quote, I don't know what's the matter with me. I'm so sorry. The report quotes Metters saying that he was just touching her, that's all. And I'm guilty, I did not do it every night. But he also said that the girl told him to stop. And he would do it anyways, okay? Now, I can't say on TV what I would have done to him, okay? I can't imagine what the family is going through right now. How hard it was to hear that eight year old tell them what happened. I'm glad the eight year old spoke up. That means the eight year old knew to say something to her trusted family. She knew to say something, but the damage is done. I do these stories, they're tough to do, they're tough to produce, they're tough to investigate. But it is sobering, I am a father. 
For those of you who are parents, you need to know about stories like this. This man was an attorney at law, made it through his career, 70 years of age. There's no indication that he has a history of this, even though I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. There is no indication on the record that he has a history of this. He was so trusted by this family that they said, our eight-year-old, we can put our eight-year-old in the hands of this person. You know what it's like when you leave your child with somebody. You're trusting that person with the very life of your child, okay? We have to be more vigilant. We have to be more aware and sometimes we simply have to say no. No. If anyone knows anything about this case or this monster has molested anybody else, let's put up the number. I want you to contact the St. John's County Sheriff's Office at 904-824-8304. All right, AB, thoughts on this case? Yeah, first and foremost, my thoughts and prayers go to the little girl um, because I think the reality is that when you are sexually abused as a minor, that type of trauma can be long lasting um, and it can have very detrimental effects. So I'm glad that her parents taught her well um, and she knew to tell because a lot of people don't tell, a lot of children don't tell. Um, And some children don't even know that what's happening to them is wrong. One of my biggest issues with this case in particular is that he was able to apply for a disciplinary revocation of his bar license, which means like what he's going through right now, the case, it, it won't it won't be on record for them, right? So I'm concerned like what if he just by chance gets off or something, you go apply for a bar license somewhere else because he can't work as an attorney in Georgia, excuse me, in Florida. But that's very concerning to me. Um, another thing is that one thing about sexual predators, the recidivism rate is very high. Um, So this is not his first time messing with a little girl or a child. He's probably very likely has done it before um, and he will do it again if he is ever released from prison. So I hope that he goes to prison for a very long time. Um, And I just pray for that family because I'm a mother and I'm telling you right now, if something like that happened to my son, he wouldn't even had a chance to go to prison. He wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Um, We're gonna follow this story because you're right, he did a legal maneuver basically in order to uh, take his law license offline is what he did. Uh, But we're gonna see if uh, Florida does the right thing here as well as the judicial system. Um, Story that we covered a while ago. A $3 million settlement has now been reached because the police in North Carolina, they were wrong. Let me remind you of the video, here it is.
They killed Mr. Andrew Brown Jr. They were serving a warrant. They were not in danger. Mr. Brown Jr. was not trying to harm anyone. Let's put up the picture of Andrew Brown. Let's keep his picture up. A North Carolina Sheriff's Office, they have announced a $3 million settlement in a lawsuit filed last year by the family of Andrew Brown Jr. An unarmed black man who was fatally shot in his car by sheriff's deputies. All right, the county is past Quotank County, all right? Brown was killed on April 21st in 2021 by the sheriff's deputies you just saw. They were serving a warrant at his Elizabeth City home. As you saw several deputies surrounded him in his BMW and then fired several shots into the vehicle as he attempted to leave. He was killed by a bullet to the back of his head. An independent autopsy commissioned by the family said Brown was shot five times. Let me show you the DA, the district attorney. His name is Andrew Womble, all right? During a press conference last year, DA Womble had said Brown used his car as a deadly weapon, causing the deputies to believe it was necessary to use deadly force. Now he said this before we saw the video. At the time of this press conference, we had not seen the video. He claims he did, and he came out and lied at that press conference. But lawyers for the Brown family said the shooting was unjustified because Brown was trying to drive away, evidenced by the fact he was shot in the back of the head, not toward the deputies and that he posed no threat. After viewing body camera footage of the shooting, they said Brown was sitting in his stationary car with his hands on the wheel when the first of numerous shots were actually fired, all right? The settlement details reported by AP News, the family of Andrew Brown Jr., they have an estate had filed a $30 million civil rights lawsuit in 2021 saying the man died because officers showed intentional and reckless disregard of his life. The settlement was approved by the county board of commissioners. It includes a special $1 million appropriation to go along with 2 million from the county's insurance policy, which is supplied by the North Carolina County's liabilities pool, meaning they have determined in their investigation the cops are liable. That's what that means. According to a statement from the sheriff's office provided by the Associated Press, that amount is at the limit of the policy. They maxed out the policy amount. The county's payment resolves potential liability against the defendants and any individual officers who are either named or could be named as defendants in the lawsuit. The news release said the family also entered into a stipulation in which it dismisses all claims against the defendants, namely the county sheriff, Tommy Wooten II and three sheriff deputies, as well as other potential claims arising from Brown's death. We're talking about civil claims, all right? They can still be prosecuted. The DA obviously is not going to do that, nor will the Department of Justice get involved because they are typically feckless. Let's put up a picture of the sheriff. Uh, Tommy Wooten II was a sheriff at the time of the shooting. He was named in the lawsuit um, for the settlement agreement. They had to take his name off of the lawsuit and swear basically to never sue him ever. All right, according to the sheriff's office, Brown's children will um, be shared in the uh, proceeds of the settlement because they are heirs to the estate. Uh, they are satisfied according to one um, family member with the settlement. So damn sad, so damn sad, the man should be alive today. And here's the thing, I know people are going to push back when they see this and say, hey doc, he was being served a warrant. He should have complied. As 
I have to remind people, just because you have a schedule to see a judge does not mean you should be scheduled to see your maker. It is not the same, it is not the same. We have something called due process in this country for a reason. The DA lied, it is clear the DA lied at the press conference, nobody was in danger. It is clear that these cops did not value the life of the individual because they started shooting while he was in a stationary position. Now what he did after that was attempt to flee. Who would not flee if they are in a stationary position being shot at? I would flee, I would try to get away from that, you would too. The man is dead, they paid $3 million, these cops are still able to be cops. The sheriff is able to be sheriff, and the sheriff wants even a bigger political position now. He's not stopping at sheriff. All right, AB thoughts here. Yeah, I think people misunderstand the fact that if you have a bunch of people running up on you with guns, you are more than likely going to try to flee or you know protect yourself. I personally think the $3 million settlement is a joke. And this is why we have to continue to say how much black lives matter. Because I get that that is the insurance policy's limit, but you have taken away a life a family member, you don't know what kind of financial provision he provided for his family, right? What they may lose now. This is gonna be decades and generations of hurt on that family. At the same time, it goes to show how much these people do not value a black life, okay? If you are that afraid when you go to serve a warrant that your first course of action is to draw your weapon, you don't need to be a police officer. And it's really sad that this community still has to deal with this type of activity because those officers are still on the job. That's right. And when we don't hold them accountable, it continues on. It continues the cycle. Yeah. So and that's why we're here, A B. We're here because we are going to hold people accountable. We traffic in truth and we don't give a damn how that truth cuts. We got exactly. more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right, we got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these amazing comments, keep them coming. Uh, not Dweezil, AKA Tail Wagon Dragon. Haven't had to open the airlock on this ship in a while, but this fellow, Metters, is going out. Yeah, talking about the attorney. Just Be Anti-Racist says, I just cannot watch any more of these body cams showing their murderous ways, especially black men. My son is black <clears throat> and this is one of my greatest fears. Yeah, I definitely understand. Rose Rosie, uh, he needs to be under the jail, nasty, evil demon. Talking about the babysitter who filmed himself. Uh, Winston Sayer uh, makes me sick in my stomach, yep. Donald James says three million doesn't give them their son, father, brother, cousin, etc. back. That's correct, that is correct. Um, new members, uh, YouTube, uh, we got Lizzie Nanny Dragon, thank you so much. Chewy Craft, thank you. Uh, Lady J72, thank you, all right, we appreciate you in advance. Let's go to Twitch. Hunger Games, 1989, those cops look like a bunch of gang members going to hunt. And that's exactly how they feel, they feel empowered to do that. And they are protected obviously in their pursuit. All right, a Minnesota teacher, damn shame, a Minnesota teacher hits a second grader with a hockey stick, knocks out the tooth of the second grader, put up the picture. Look at that, all right, a teacher did that. You think the penalty was severe? Well, let's get get into it. Princeton, Minnesota, a Sherburne County teacher has resigned. All right, they allowed her to resign. 
after school surveillance showed her hitting a second grader with a hockey stick. Easton Johnson was the eight year old that had the hockey stick thrown at him, all right? Cute child, okay? Simply being an eight year old kid. After concluding the hockey game, the teacher identified as Kim Neighbor did not like how Easton tossed the hockey stick into the stick pile. That's what the teacher didn't like. The teacher then grabbed the stick and throws it at the eight year old's face, knocking out his teeth, knocking out his tooth. The eight year old lost his tooth as a result of the attack since the incident. He's been scared to return to school. He's not willing to go back. He's afraid to go back because a person of significant trust created a significant breach of that trust. Once again, the teacher was allowed to resign. The conduct was criminal. That's criminal conduct. That's intentional infliction of harm. That means you did something and you knew that it would likely, more likely than not, create harm. You knew that. That's what happens, you throw a hockey stick at an eight year old, you hit an eight year old intentionally, you're responsible for what actually happens. They did not hold this teacher responsible. So the district said on April 8th that the teacher was placed on unpaid leave for the remainder of the school year. Her employment with the district officially ended on June 3rd. Fox 9 reported that prior to the teacher's leave of absence and eventual termination, the internal email shows school officials wishing the former teacher, and I quote, the absolute best. In retirement, the school district even posted a now deleted Facebook post congratulating her in her retirement after 27 years in the district as a physical education instructor. She was there for damn near 30 years, okay? She ends up violating the trust, committing a physical harm to an eight year old child, engaging in child abuse at the school facility, and those. In the school are not outraged. They are telling her, you are great. Giving her congratulations for retirement. She's allowed to retire. She should have been walked out of that damn school with handcuffs. That's how that should have worked, okay? Culture, culture. I'm sure the policy says don't do it, right? But culture eats policy alive every day of the week. There are laws that say don't do this. Those laws apply to teachers too, culture. Eats policy alive every day. At some point, you have to stand up for the for the students and become advocates for these little ones. That's why you are there in such a trusted position. All right, AB, thoughts on this case? Yeah. So let's be honest. If someone saw me pop my son in the mouth today, right, just because he was talking back or something, I'd be the first person in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. All right. Not only is this an assault, a battery child abuse, right? But you also put those other kids who saw you do this in jeopardy and in harm's way. So for you to walk out free, freely just now you get to live on your lifelong vacation, that is extremely out of pocket. There needs to be some sort of criminal charges um, filed against her. Hopefully the family files some sort of tort yep. case against her as well, because you cannot do that. That child is gonna be damaged for a very long time. You physically assaulted him. Yeah. Because you didn't like how a child tossed their, their toy, I have a four year old son. Boys are like that, toss the toy and get on. That is not an excuse. 
When something happens like that for a, with a child, you let them know, hey, little Johnny, you know, I don't like how you did that. Come get this toy, put it away properly like everybody else did. You have 30 years of experience. You knew to do that. You made a choice. Your choice was to hit that child. So you should be in jail right now. Period. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been a school teacher in K through 12 education. And here's the the reality: you have three main obligations. Number one, the physical safety of the child. Number two, the educational direction of the child. And number three, the social development of the child. This educator, this physical educator violated that first promise, that first obligation, okay? Now, I don't believe this was the first time this teacher did something like this. I don't believe that. No way in the hell this was the first time this has happened, okay? No way. All right, um, we'll continue to follow it because I do think the family should file a report, should file, excuse me, a tort. Uh, and get some of the official records public, make them public and see if there's a history. Okay, really interesting. Disney, this was uh, Disney in Paris, Disneyland in Paris. There was a proposal, it was interrupted by an employee. I wanna know your thoughts on this, here it is. Now that damn employee is out of line. Let me tell you why he's out of line. Number one, he took property and put it in his hand that did not belong to him. You didn't buy this damn ring, I did. That's what I would have told him, okay? He's out of line on multiple levels, but I will give you some background. Let's put up the picture of this happy couple before this amazing moment was ruined by an employee of Disneyland Paris. Okay, this took place on May 21st. It has now been viewed by thousands of people online. It has stoked anger against Disneyland Paris. Many are rallying behind the couple and condemning the theme park. This is a still photo of the couple in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle. This is an amazing proposal idea. This is great, this is romantic, this is dope. This is beautiful. That employee ruined the moment by snatching the engagement ring out of the hand of the guy on his knees. All right, the man whose name is Aunt T actually spoke with the New York Times. He said, hey, I'll speak on the condition that he will only be identified by his first name for the sake of privacy, okay? In a phone interview, he said, and by the way, he's 31. He said that he lives near Stuttgart, Germany, works in IT. Said he and his fiance, who's 26, they were perplexed. The fiance was sad about what happened, all right? Spokesperson for Disney did apologize <clears throat> for the incident, said, and I quote, We have offered our sincere apologies to the couple concerned, and we will do everything we can to make this up to them. Everything? (laughs) You're Disneyland, there's a lot you can do, damn it. 
All right, uh, the Reddit user who posted the video clarified in the comments that their friend asked a female coworker who gave him permission to propose on the platform prior to the viral incident. So there's a permission granted here. Now there's debate if the person had the authority to grant the permission, but permission was granted, meaning permission was requested, all right? There's more. Disney did not immediately answer questions about whether that was the case or whether the employee who shunned or, or shunted them off the stage had faced disciplinary action. According to a question to Disney about the park goers, do they need permission, okay? Disney does do these proposals, all right? This is a thing. It sounds like permission is not needed unless you're planning to do something more elaborate. So yes, permission is needed, but is needed when it's a big, big production. Which Disney can then say, hey, we're gonna coordinate with you and help you plan this. So Plan Disney is the official digital resource for helpful tips and advice from fellow guests who have mastered Disney trips, all right? So the young man who was proposing had been planning the proposal since Christmas, according to him. And the magic of Disney has played a huge role in their relationship. So there was something sentimental about Disney and he wanted Disney to be involved. In the aftermath of his marred plan, all right? The young man said he and his fiance weren't even sure if she said had said yes. He said they had settled on a nearby bench where he put the ring on her finger and together they quietly watched the clip of the proposal on his phone. Uh, which he had initially handed to a stranger to film. Uh, she was at the same time very happy and very sad. Uh, uh, adding that Disney has since reached out by phone and email, offered the couple a free weekend in a Disneyland park and hotel of their choosing. While he appreciated the apology, he and his fiance had refused the offer. I don't want to visit Disneyland anymore. They can't give us the moment back, and that's the only thing I want, to get a second chance, all right? Well, that's not gonna happen, dear brother. That's not gonna happen, all right? Chance gone, but let me tell you what you can do here, all right? Let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Let's think strategically, right? You got a honeymoon coming up, you know, after you marry, there's a honeymoon phase. I'm not saying you need to go to Disneyland, but damn it, Disneyland need to pay for wherever the hell you wanna go. There it is. We'll have AB do the negotiations. AB, thoughts on this? I would say because you better than me because I feel like Disney need to give her her fairy tale wedding at this point. Okay, so they need to pay for the wedding. Damn the, the whole wedding and and the after uh, the little honeymoon stage too because you're so out of pocket. Now, granted, we don't know if the person who gave permission had authority to give permission, but do we know if the person who took the opportunity away had the authority to do so either? Mm, yep, that's a good point. That is a great point, that's right. And here's the thing, you see something like that happening, you let it go, you let it go. And then you have a conversation afterwards. If you're an employee, you see something like that happening. But what kind of audacity do you have to snatch a wedding ring from a man who's proposing in the middle of the proposal? You are too damn comfortable at your job, sir, all right. Too comfortable. Yeah, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable, stick and stay.
All right, welcome back. We still got a lot of show left. Let me read a couple of comments on Press for Time. Uh, Carol S, thank you for that, Carol S. Um, Muggle Reject Dragon says, I am a teacher, and if that had been my son, I would have pressed charges. That's not okay. That's correct. Um, and uh, Airship Wright, and how many other children has she abused over 27 years? That's correct. Okay. A gun store owner makes a racist sign against the murdered George Floyd. Let me show you the sign. Let's first start there. All right, let me show you the sign. It says, congratulations to George Floyd on two years of sobriety. That's what her sign says. And she proudly displays this in Leesburg, Alabama. She has now received significant backlash for putting up this sign, making fun of the victim, the murder victim, George Floyd. The man was murdered by the police. Police have been convicted. Let's put up her picture. Her name is Jenny Nichols. She says, no, her George Floyd sign is not racist. Okay, when accused of being racist, Miss Nichols, the owner of the gun store, said in a statement, it ticked me off good, but it has nothing to do with the fact that George Floyd was black. It has to do with the fact that George Floyd, what George Floyd did and that we, and that they're honoring him. The man doesn't need to be honored. What did he do? He died, he, he was murdered, he was killed by the police. Are you mad about what the police did? Do you have a sign about what they did? No, I didn't think so. Okay, uh, there's more. We found additional offensive signs connected to this same establishment. Let's put up the next one. It says a communist, a Muslim, and an illegal alien walk into a bar. The, bar, the bartender says, hello, Mr. President. That's one sign. The owner would later make more president related signs. Uh, once again, Leesburg, Alabama, all right? The press ask us not to judge all Muslims by the actions of a few, but gun owners are judged by the actions of a few. No, not gun owners, madam. People that commit heinous crimes while using guns. That's the people we judge harshly. Um, Trayvon Martin was not immune from the mockery of this woman. We found another one. It says, if Trayvon Martin had been killed in Afghanistan, Barack Obama would be saying, Trayvon who? Once again, put up the picture of the owner of the establishment, okay? Ms. Nichols, she has a history of doing this. She has another one about Planned Parenthood. It says, the NRA does not sell arms, Planned Parenthood does. And it would not be complete, would it, without an all lives matter sign? Well, we found one. She put this one up too. All lives matter. If you have to put a color in front of that, you're racist. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? She actually promotes blue lives matter. Blue is a color. Are you racist, madam? Or you have no issue with blue lives matter? It's only when the color is black. I got it. Michelle Obama was also a target, let's put it up. Joe Biden is more confused than Michelle Obama's gynecologist. 
Oh, but she's not racist. Oh, no, 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 no. After many years of the community, we're putting up these offensive signs, um, putting up with these offensive signs. The business rating on Yelp fail to one star has now been flagged as racist behavior by the site. So Yelp has declared this person to be racist and have a racist business. She has all kinds of signs other than selling damn guns. Isn't that something? All right, thoughts here, AB. Yeah, her uh, little Marjorie must be besties because yeah. you are literally comparing apples to like computer chips. What does any of this have to do with anything? Sell your guns and keep it pushing, right? Do not disrespect the deceased regardless of how you feel about it. And let's be clear that black people are a nationality, right? Yep. <laughs> it's it's not just the color that That's is right. in reference. When you say all lives matter, that includes black people. But because y'all continue to exclude black people, we have to let you know separately to add in the black people matter too. Come so on. bye. Yeah, <laughs> all right, um, why? Why do people, organizations, companies keep doing this? Watermelon Juneteenth salad. There's a museum, a children's museum that had watermelon Juneteenth salad in their celebration of black heritage, okay? Uh, let me do it this way. Go ahead and put up the graphic of red foods are the most prominent features for Juneteenth menus. Let's put up the menu feature here. Um, okay, so this was at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis, they faced criticism. After offering what is labeled as the Juneteenth watermelon salad in their food court. Let me read this menu to you. Let, let's get this clear. Prominent features on the menus, red velvet cake, strawberry, watermelon, and red soda. Okay, they featured on the menu watermelon salad. They have apologized for this. Um, a photo of the packaged salad circulated across social media as the museum was inviting attendees on Facebook to its Juneteenth Jamboree on Saturday, June 18th. The museum eventually updated the post, which received hundreds of comments discussing the salad, directing individuals to a statement and apology shared on the website. They said, and I quote, as a museum, we apologize and acknowledge the negative impact that stereotypes have on communities of color. The statement read, the salad has been removed from the menu. We are currently reviewing how we may best convey these stories and traditions during this year's Juneteenth celebration as we make changes around how future food selections are made by our food service provider. Now, I happen to be black, okay? Um, and I have never known that to celebrate Juneteenth, I must eat watermelon. I didn't know that was a thing. This is new, the museum obviously has a memo, I do not. In the comments of the post, people lambasted the label and museum's choice to sell the watermelon salad. One person said, and I quote, so why wouldn't this just be a strawberry salad? Y'all knew exactly what you were doing when you have, when have you ever seen black people post their watermelon salad? Asked Neil Marie. I'm over allies explaining their intent and no point can you actually say no one saw this as a possible bad idea before you did. Another one says, this is a children's museum, correct? What exactly are you teaching our children about Juneteenth history exactly? Erica Alice wrote, African Americans eat watermelon? Question mark. 
very, very distasteful, distasteful and disrespectful. Me and my children will not be coming to this museum. We will go where we are celebrated the right way. All right, and I stand with them in their proclamations. Yes, um, shame on the museum. All right, AB, we got like 30 seconds, sister. What are your thoughts here? Quick and easy, first of all. Um, red is associated with Juneteenth because it's the blood of our slave ancestors, okay? Leave Juneteenth to the black people. Y'all not out here serving, uh, raising potato salad on the 4th of July. So why you gotta do the extras when it comes to Juneteenth? Whoever yeah. is on the marketing team for that, y'all need to knock it off, so. Yeah. Our people. What, what a swing and a holistic miss. All right, always a pleasure having you on the program. AB, tell people how they can follow you. Check out your great work. Definitely, you can follow me on I Am Legally Hype. That's on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. I'm everywhere. Check me out, follow me, connect with me, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you, my dear sister. All right, always a pleasure. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable. Welcome to Indisputable. I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today. But what do we do on this show? We tell the truth. You know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here. Congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. Here's the pattern that we see in all of these Karen stories. They think they own stuff they do not own. Now, where does that come from? I don't know, maybe slavery. Maybe they think they should still own black people. This is what happens when Karens weaponize the police. When you're used to privilege, equality seems like oppression. It hits you in a certain way when someone is holding you against your will, treating you like you're a criminal and you're an innocent person. This is something that black people face no matter where they are. A stronger black economy lends itself to a stronger, greater economy. Don't think it's exclusive of you, it's inclusive of you. What's your beef with critical race theory? It adds more fuel to the fire of the racist tendencies that we already have. We have a generation of problem solvers that can remedy the problem if they are properly taught what the problem is. You know who created redlining in this country? Mm -hmm. The white liberal. I, I, don't, I don't give a damn who created it. If it's no, a racist I, I, policy, I racist policy. Shelly, here's what I don't to. know. I don't know. See, there you go filibustering, brother. You're scared of this truth, but you're gonna get it though.